today we're going to actually dive into a world that is not my expertise. I'm going to be asking the hard hitting questions about branding, graphic design, big mistakes in your professional image with expert designer, Caitlin Johnson. Now I'm super excited for this interview because she has put together some pretty incredible pieces, but not only that, she's building her own business, working with clients every single day. The first year she joined the social click, which is my mentorship and mastermind program for freelancers. She six X her business and every year since she's continued to grow. This year, she's making over $10,000 a month. She started to build a team and she has worked with several seven to eight figure business owners in the last two and a half years. She has grown her social media accounts to over 12,000 followers combined, all while also being a busy mom. Let's dive on in to this powerful interview. Caitlin, I'm so excited to have you here. Hi. <laughs> okay. I am going to just dive right in and ask you a really tough question. I hope you're ready for it. <laughs> what are some of the biggest mistakes people make with graphic design? Oof, where do I start? Um, well, I would say the biggest mistake I see business owners making is giving their team or other contractors um, graphic design projects and not having a brand, um, set up, like there's no brand guidelines. So they're kind of just winging it, flying off the cuff and hoping that it like all works out together. Mm -hmm. Um, and that never works. <laughs> <laughs> it also makes it a lot harder for the business owner because what you, if you have zero guidance and direction for that other person, you don't know what you're going to get back. So it just makes the iterations more frequent um, and more frustrating on both parties. So that's probably the biggest. I can attest to this firsthand. Um, I remember before I had a brand standard, which I don't follow super closely, but I follow it like loosely, loosey goosey. Yeah. Um, I remember one time someone sent back a project and it had green and purple as the colors. And I was like, I can't even be mad. Right. I, I didn't even give them a place to start. <laughs> totally. Well, and a lot, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people, if they don't know to ask that on the other side, um, mm -hmm. especially to, um, freelancers for graphic design, um, they, they don't know to ask that. And so like you experienced, it's just mm -hmm. like, all right, well, I can't be mad now. I didn't give them that. And then they didn't know to ask. And yeah. <laughs> okay. So how important is having a brand standard in your opinion? I want to hear this. Uh, it's crucial. Um, it is going to trickle down in every piece of marketing and externally, um, focused thing that you do for your business. Um, and if they are all mismatched and um, not to a certain standard, what that does in your audience's mind is confuse them and they lose trust. Um, and your whole point in marketing is to build up that trust. And so if the visuals aren't consistent, it breaks that trust. Um, and then you're kind of starting over every time that they see you. 
Um, so yes. it's imperative. Absolutely imperative. Um, so this kind of goes back to like psychographics and almost, yeah, kind of that, that brand recognition. It doesn't happen without a unified front, does it? No, no. There is a movement of people who are sticking to their guns about the idea that it has to be Photoshop for graphic designers and that that is the only way and I've seen this actually quite a bit lately and I've I was kind of shocked by it. Um, but it's a small group of graphic designers, what do you think about that idea of Photoshop or the other tools that are available right now. Well, I would. I, especially if you are starting out, I think that's very um, intimidating. Out of all the um, three um, Adobe platforms that I really use, which is Illustrator, InDesign, and Photoshop, mm -hmm. Photoshop is the hardest. Yeah. Um, and it really, for me, um, is my go-to only for photos. Mm -hmm. um, Illustrator really is not built for that. Um, InDesign isn't either. So it's very, like, I want to know what these small group of graphic designers mostly focus on as far as projects goes, because that would be the only way I could see you saying, like, you should do everything in Photoshop. Um, yep. um, because they just, they're built for very specific things. So mm -hmm. if you were to tell me I had to go build logos in Photoshop, I would be like, no, ma'am. No, thank you. <laughs> Not gonna so, happen. Yeah, that's, that I would love, love to find out who these people are. <laughs> um, okay, so one question I have for you is when businesses are creating their own graphics, because we've all been through that season, um, does it get to a place where their, their designs, I'm like talking about old me too, um, <laughs> their designs can actually undermine the value of their brand at some point? Yeah, well, so I am a firm believer, not everybody is, I think anybody can learn to design for mm -hmm. it, like hands down. Um, but there comes to a point where you either just don't care enough to mm -hmm. put the time and effort into the design so it, it looks less professional than what it could if you hired a professional designer or you're, you're, you're really, say you're really good at it. You find out you have to create graphics for your business and then you're good yeah. at it, but you will come to a point in your business, no matter what, that it's not worth your time to be doing that. And somebody else should be doing it because you should be focusing on your visionary roles. That's so, so, so good. Um, when, when do you find most businesses benefit from hiring a graphic designer? Like, is there a certain point or threshold what does that look like? Yeah. So I typically, my, um, my like retainered graphic design clients, um, are beyond the six figure mark. It's closer to seven, yes. um, where you, you, you know, you're starting to build like significant teams in each departments. And that's mm -hmm. typically, um, the range, of course, when you're smaller, you're, you're going to outsource some, uh, graphic design projects, but when you need that ongoing support, it's like the mid um, six figure to seven figures. I love hearing that so much. Um, can you share with us a few things that, that are outdated 
because I looked back to like my very first lead magnet and I was using lobster font and <laughs> instantly I was like, no, because I can see it so clearly. But I don't think unless someone's in the world of design, they don't necessarily see it. But what are some of those big tells right now? Are there certain like colors or fonts or elements? So lobster is definitely one. Um, I highly advise anybody staying away from the aerial, like um, the comic sans, um, anything to, scripts are hard because I have a, a personal affection for them, but um, any two like very swirly um, fonts, you know, that make it more difficult to read curls is one of them. That's such a cringy one for me. Um, but as far as like overall aesthetic, um, this one is interesting because it can be very, design is very, um, subjective, right. In general. Um, but on the whole, um, this is actually like the opposite of what you're saying. Cause I can describe what you should be doing better than you know, what you should avoid trend-wise, but mm -hmm. less is more because with any design, I don't care what it is, you're trying to convey a message. And mm -hmm. if you're adding too much, so here's one trend is just adding, adding more design elements that just don't need to be there. Yeah. It just it detracts from the message and people need to know where to focus. So if you have too much going on or you have, um, one thing I really, um, try to avoid is um, drop shadows on text. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not always a bad thing, but nine times out of 10, when you're not a professional using drop shadows on text, it makes it harder to read the text. Um, yeah. So that's one thing. Um, so overcomplicating, um, overcomplicating with too many elephant, ele elephants. <laughs> I love that. I love elephants. Um, <laughs> elements. Drop shadows on text and um, spacing. Um, you yeah. really want to make sure that your any text or objects have adequate, like what it's called white space where there's nothing around it. Yeah. And it doesn't have to necessarily be white, um, but a trend of like cramping too much in one space, it's mm -hmm. not good. And that goes back to that you're, you're conveying a message. Yes. And so if you're cramping this message, whether that be with objects or more text, it's going to be very hard for the viewer to understand what they're supposed to take away from it. That is big. Okay. What are you seeing trend-wise right now that let's say just in general, and then you can highlight which ones you like. <laughs> so there's a huge trend for, um, almost like 70s vibe and like yeah. um more more noise and I don't mean like audible noise I mean like like mm -hmm. the um speckled you know speckled yeah um yeah speckled distortion and I don't love it I actually really like there's like wavy text you know I think you've probably seen that on like Instagram. like an acid dream like yeah, yeah. And I, <laughs> hate it. I hate it I get I I get it it's like fun yes but I from a like brand overall 
standpoint, I think a lot of businesses, unless you're like an Instagram influencer, are going to regret doing something like that. Um, it it just has to reflect your, if that's in your, like your brand strategy and yep. you're going to stick with that, then cool. Yes. Um, but that's the one trend that I see that every time I see it, I'm like, you're going to regret that later. They're going to um, have to rebrand. <laughs> they're going to have to, which, you know, is fine. Uh, yep. All, even big brands, have, you know, they evolve and they have to, um, but with things like that, you, you do it more yeah. frequently if you, you know, um, with another trend. Um, I think that bold colors are actually going to be making more of a comeback because everything has kind of yeah neutralized. Yes. Um, and I see that being reflected in more recent designs. And I do love that trend. Um, the neutral? Yeah, no. Um, oh, the bold well, I do. I do have an effect. My, most of my stuff is pretty neutral, but I do like <laughs> that. But it reflects, you know, my yep. brand. So, um, but I do like the um, influence of more bold colors coming back in for brands. Yep. Um, I think that as a whole, um, design has almost become so neutral um mm -hmm. I don't know if you've noticed that a lot of like high-end luxury brands for um yeah like bags and things they've all gone to like a very boring black black and white font and that's it yes. and I yes. I do not like that I, mm -hmm. I'm like where's the personality yeah <laughs> everything um mm -hmm. so that's that's a trend that I do not like and I don't think that's going to be long-lived honestly yeah Okay. I love those so far. Um, what are your favorite types of projects to take on? Uh, branding hands down. Um, mm -hmm. I love, um, working, building the foundation of the brand and making sure that your message, your visuals and everything all align together because at the end, um, you realize how much you've kind of like put together this Frankenstein business. And then yep. you get to this point where you're like, oh my gosh, this, this business is like taken on this full form. And that's when we get to come in and like, give it a, a face and a look yes. and um, like a real identity. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just really cool to me. I love that so much. Caitlin, I know there's people who are going to be watching who want to learn more about you. Where is the easiest place for them to learn more about you? Um, so the funnest place is probably TikTok. Yep. <laughs> um, and I would say my second one would be Instagram. So mm -hmm. Beautiful. We'll link to those above this video, below this video, or at rachelpeterson.com forward slash podcast and you also have a freebie for our amazing listeners right yeah, right 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 yeah <laughs> powerful branding bundle so it's not just one thing it's three things and it's going to help you um, understand all of what goes into building a really powerful brand and then um, putting all of those pieces together because typically people just have a logo and they're like okay what what next so there's so much more that goes into that and that's going to walk you through all that Beautiful. And we will link to that as well. Caitlin, thanks so much for joining me. You're welcome. Thank you awesome. for having me. Yeah. And we'll see you all in the next episode. Bye guys.